0: Gracias. everyone, it's time for vanish of Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Stanis. This is episode 226, season 10. Today's date is June 6, 2023, and welcome to the show. This is the first show of season 10. I'm very excited about that. On today's program, I will talk about the Sheridan Drive-In Theater that was located in Bridgeview, Illinois. And also i'll do uh tributes to two actors that passed away uh recently one is uh george maharis and barry newman and i'll talk about their careers and my memories i'm watching them on television so this should be very interesting okay uh first off the program will go into a commercial break and this program is brought to you by california cooler <laughs> Oh boy, another uh, bygone product from the 80s that went bye bye. (laughs) So here's a commercial from 1985. And I think a lot of people would remember this commercial very well during that time. So sit back and relax. And I'll be right back with the program. Thank you, everyone. I hate California. You know what I'm saying? It's like, have a nice day. surf up. Uh Uh I mean, their idea of culture is yogurt. Formal dinner party means you wear socks. Blondes everywhere. Pink tofu, excuse me, soy burgers. I really hate it. I even hate what they drink. What do you have, buddy? One of those. California Cooler. One more reason to hate California. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for California Cooler. I found this on on YouTube the other day. I I had to download it. I remember this distinctly, you know, during the 80s. uh, And the guy who's speaking in the commercial, that's actor Matt Craven. Uh, He's a Canadian actor. He appeared in a lot of movies, like, for example, uh, A Few Good Men, Jacob's Ladder. Disturbia, uh X-Men first class. He also made a lot of uh TV uh appearances, like for example NCIS, uh, LA Doctors, uh, Resurrection. And uh so he was a uh, oh, uh, one of his earliest uh movies he starred in was Meatballs with Bur- Mur- Bill Murray. And <laughs> movie still makes me laugh. And he was, uh, he was also in Crimson Tide. You know, he's one of those faces that you see but you don't know his name. Uh, Let's see what else on TV he was in. Yeah, he was on a lot of television. A lot of television. Like that. As for the product of California Cooler, uh, this hit big during the mid 1980s. This was the wine cooler age. Like, uh, for example, remember Bart Bottles and James, also uh, Seagram's wine coolers. You know, uh, for Bottles and James, you remember these to- two older men sitting in front of the porch, you know, hawking this product. Also, for Seagram's wine coolers, uh, I remember Bruce Willis. Did uh did a few commercials about this product uh, that was during when he started moonlighting. I remember that, and uh, I think you can find it on YouTube. I am found it yet myself. Um, I feel bad for him because he's got uh, uh what's that uh disease aphasia. So it's like uh, dementia. Ugh, awful, awful. I feel I feel bad. I, uh, my sympathies to the family like that so he's retired i don't think he can interact anymore so uh that's a shame it's so sad it's unfair Like that. okay as for the wine coolers they disappeared like 1987 1988 and then boof gone i don't know if they i don't know if they're still around i haven't paid attention i don't go to liquor stores much and i don't drink that often you know i'm I may have a beer once in a while wine i'm not crazy about champagne i like just a new year's eve i haven't seen it you know if i happen to visit a liquor store or if i'm at a grocery store that sells liquor you know keep an eye on it i doubt it's there I don't, I don't know nobody talks about them nobody talks about wine coolers i haven't heard anything okay okay at the beginning of the program i said i will discuss the sheridan drive-in theater that was located in bridgeview illinois and also my tributes to actors george maharis and barry Newman. before i get started i'll t- talk about a couple things uh, that i want to mention on um, last uh on the last episode i talked about clutch cargo and i still get responses from that <laughs> and uh I still. Uh, people are still saying, "I love this cartoon." I hate this cartoon. It is creepy. It's wonderful. Uh, i It's. I don't know. You get all kinds of things. They, they, it's a. It's. It's unbelievable. It really is. They still remember it, but uh, everyone's opinions. Uh, they just post, and they said uh, what I just mentioned. They love it. They hate it. You know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's, it's amazing. It really was. Sometimes they do a podcast episode and then they mention a few comments and then boom, it's gone. Yeah, they don't talk about it anymore. And then uh, the second thing was I posted a photo yesterday of my, um, where I graduated from Bogan High School. Uh, that was the 42nd anniversary of the day I graduated. I posted this photo before on Facebook, but this took by storm in a way because, first of all, most of my classmates uh, didn't realize, wow, has it been 42 years? Oh, my God. We're getting old. You know, we're, all of us are turning 60 this year, including myself, in October. And uh, some have already have, and uh, it's like, oh my god! It seems like yesterday we were in the cafeteria or at White Castle's hanging out, or uh, you know, just at hangouts at Toby's. Uh, there was a Barnaby's on the corner, Mister um, Submarine across the street. There was a Tasty Freeze, you know, and all the classes we attended. You know, it was. And it was nice it was great days it really was uh, i still talk to everyone mostly on facebook i really do that's wonderful i even talked to uh people that were in my class i never knew or never spoke to i talk to them now here so that's great and uh so so i went my cap and gown it's all white like that and boy what a difference <laughs> it was, it, it was at, held at the Airy crown theater downtown So that was kind of, I think it was the last time that uh, Bogan had their graduation ceremonies there. I think it was. I'm sure of it. I think they went elsewhere. I think they went to the Medina Temple afterwards, where my brother was when he graduated in 83. I graduated in 81. So uh, so that, that was funny. It really was. Also, people are still talking about. Uh, yeah, one last thing. Uh, they're still talking about that that incident where someone sent me a message saying, you know, your your page is stupid and it's full of crap and all that. So I get a lot of that. Well, I went to church Sunday, and uh, I ran into people, and they said, "Who is this person?" I said, "Well, I told I didn't say his name. I just told him what he's been going through." The reason why so I reached out to him afterwards and uh, He hasn't replied or anything fine. If he wants to talk to me. I'm here, you know um, Because I know what's going on with him, And uh, it's kind of sad it really is okay, so now let's get started with the show I will talk about the Sheridan Drive-In Theater in Bridgeview Illinois now. I don't have much information about this theater so Uh, I apologize. Just bear with me. So I'll do the best I can. I remember briefly about it, you know, from people talking about it or from photos from the Internet. So, okay, so we'll get started. So the the theater opened on November 27, 1959. I think that's Thanksgiving weekend. Could be wrong. And uh this was located at 79th Street and South Harlem Avenue in Bridgeview, Illinois. Yeah, back then it wasn't that built up. You know, there weren't many homes or businesses, so it was like out in the boondocks over there. And uh so it only had one uh single screen drive-in and it was like uh... <laughs> but this it held a lot about i don't know a lot of cars like according to uh, the website cinema treasures it had it had a 1500 car capacity so I, i'm sure that's true i don't know and uh the first movies that played were the screaming skull and terror From the year 5,000. Now, The Screaming Skull, I've heard of it, but not the other movie. And also, uh, The Wonderful Country that starred Robert Mitchum. (laughs) And uh, it had the, uh, what's what's it going to call it? I can look it up. Something electric they had. uh, Electric uh, uh, heaters or something like that. So you're staying in your car and you're heated like that. I'm not sure how that was. Oh, yeah. It's electric and car the, uh, heaters. Oh, interesting, you know. And they had a lot of concession stands. You can go get some popcorn, some hot dogs, uh, maybe pizza. I don't know. But a lot of sna- – it had a huge snack bar, you know. Some people bring their own food. I don't know if they want to, you know. Um, also, there was this tradition that happens in every drive-in. This happened – to me and other people like when i went to the double drive-in theater on west columbus avenue in chicago and uh you would put uh, extra people in a trunk <laughs> and then once uh, you know when you enter and you pay your ticket and then they jump out and then they sit there that's always they always did that they, they did it at the sheridan drive-in like that And uh, according to the ad in the Chicago Tribune that was dated uh, their opening day, November 27, 1959, uh, they had a treasure hunt and they would spread 2,000 coins all over the theater. And then you would just uh, pick, and everyone would just pick them up. And uh, that was, and uh, they had um, some entertainment and uh, the kids had free candy and balloons, uh, you know. So when you purchase a ticket, you would get by popcorn, uh, Coca-Cola or coffee for just one one cent, you know, just a penny. Not that something. Not today. No, 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 no. It's too expensive. Very expensive. It takes out the funnel of going to the theater. You go broke <laughs> when you go over there you know, you would use your credit card, you know, and, uh, they had, uh, entertainment, like, for example, they had the moose heart clowns. I never heard of them. So, um, so that sounded like fun. It really did. It was very, it was very new back then, you know, it was very exciting. You know, I heard to, I read somewhere on Facebook today. I think it's the, 90th anniversary of the drive-in theater i believe it i believe it is and that opened in new jersey you know out there i don't know about chicago chicago probably opened much later, much later i don't know which one was the first i'll do some research about that and the theater uh you know went on for years and then uh but it closed in 1986. I don't know why. Maybe uh, business was bad. Uh, I don't know. And then they demolished it. And uh, it took place at a shopping center, which I remembered. And the shopping center had, uh, which I remember the stores, they had uh, Venture, Auchan. I did a podcast episode about that grocery store that was from France. That was only here for a year. That was in 1989. I talked about that. And uh, after Venture left, or I think there was a Zare there. I don't know. I think so. Yeah, I think there was a Zare. And, uh, well, O'Shawn closed uh, the grocery store, and then Omni Superstore came. And then it turned into Dominic's, I believe. Uh, Let's see. So, and I think, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh, So when Zare closed, they had a store called Ames. I remember that, you know, I, I went to these stores, uh, during that time, but I had no idea about the Star- Sheridan drive-in. I never went to this theater. Never. I had mentioned that I went to the double drive-in. I also went to Fort City Cinema, the Coral Theater that was on West 95th Street in Oklahoma. Uh, what else? What other theater I went to? Uh, I guess that's it. I can think of one. I remember the Marquette Theater. That was at 63rd Street, east of Kedzie. A lot of people remember that. A lot of people went to the Colony Theater on 59th and Kedzie. Went to that one. And uh, so when I posted that uh, that sign, it was a color photo. Well, people are talking about their memories and because they lived in the Bridgeview area or in Bridgeview itself. They loved going there. They had fun. It was a wonderful time. Really they remember the marquee was all lit and all that on top it was a zigzag tail like that uh they also mentioned another driving theater was called the starlight that's at 95th street in south Ridgeland, which is now the chicago ridge mall and across the street was the studio theater i remember that okay so that was uh, very interesting <laughs> Yeah. I love talking about drive-in theaters. Theaters are fun to talk like that. Okay, I'm going to take a quick break, and then when I come back, I will talk about uh, actors uh, George Meharis and Barry Newman. I'll do a tribute of those. I'll talk about their careers and my memories of watching on TV. Now I'll be right back, folks. Thank you. Okay, everyone, I am back. Uh, right now, I'm going to talk about actors uh, George Maharis and Barry Newman. They just passed away recently, and I'll talk about my memories of watching them on, uh, on television when, when, I live it, when I live in Chicago. Still do. So here we go. Uh, George Maharis was born September 1st, 1928. Uh, he passed away on May 24th of this year, you know, a couple of weeks ago. He was an actor, singer uh he was a painter and uh he's best known in his role as buzz mud murdoch on the tv series route 66 which uh when i was a kid i sort of remember seeing it i never watched it because it wasn't very it wasn't syndicated uh at the time when i was growing up it was like i don't know wasn't shown much like that And, uh, well, he's from New York, uh, from Astoria, Queens, you know, and uh, his, he was, his parents, uh, I think his father owned a restaurant, like most Greek people, most Greek people do, like that, and then he got into acting, and uh, he, Went to the actor studio to learn and all that. And then he got some TV roles uh in the 50s, you know, small roles like that. And then uh he was cast in 1960 uh in the TV series Route 66 with actor Martin Milner, best known as uh Pete Molloy from Adam 12, and they they would, uh, drive around this Corvette all over the country. You know, it's kind of, uh, it was kind of, a, a fun show to watch. And then, um, so the show, it was, uh, it ran for four years, but he only started in about three and a half, really like that. And he left because, uh, According to reports, he got hepatitis, and but other uh, reports say he didn't get along with his co-star. He got got into arguments, you know, and he didn't want to be stuck in a TV show. He wanted to do movies, and you know, all that stuff. I mean, like that. I don't know if it was true. I think it was. Who knows? Like that. Anyway, um, the show I I never saw, it, but around in the '80s when uh, the cable Uh, channel, uh, Nickelodeon, you know, they put on kids shows, but at night, uh, it went dark, I believe, you know, they didn't show anything. Then they started doing Nick at night and then they showed reruns. Yeah. They showed that the two shows I remember what they put on at during Nick at night were Dennis, the menace, I think, or Donna Reed and, uh, route 66. I remember that, and I started when I got cable, in the late '80s uh, when I was in Chicago. They showed Route 66, and I started watching it, and it was great. I loved the show; it was wonderful. It was black and white. It drove around, you know, all over the United States. Uh, they did do stops in Chicago. In fact, I found a photo online where they filmed uh, a show at the around the Tribune Tower downtown and there's uh george Meharris and uh martin miller on top of the, tri- the Tribune tower it's kind of cool like that and uh i'm sure they visited chicago before but they yeah i think they did i, I don't know which episode but uh they so they filmed it there, and it was uh I heard it was grueling. It really was. Well, Martin Milner was married and he had children, and you know he was away from his family. Uh, George Maharis single, so that I didn't bother him. And uh, so, like I said before, he, uh, he had hepatitis and he left the show. And then uh, the show lingered on, and then actor Glenn Corbett took over the role. And it wasn't that popular, and they canceled it in 1964. And uh, and then uh, George Maharis. Moved on. He started in a lot of TV movies, a lot of TV movies like that. And uh, I remember him from, like, for example, uh, let's see, what did he start on? He started in uh, McMillan and Wife, Mission Impossible, Night Gallery. He was a rich man, poor man, Ellery Queen. Uh, the Bionic Woman, Kojak, you know, Fantasy Island, Matt Houston. Oh, my God. And the last TV role he did was Murder, She Wrote, which I have an TV, and I watched him. He was great at it. He really was, you know. And uh, like I say, he died uh, May 24th. He was 94 years old, so he lived a long life. Oh, wonderful. That, uh, he had a great career. He also sang. He did uh, some, he recorded some pop music. I've heard him sing. He's not bad, but they didn't become that popular. But he did record, so he had a side job doing that. Uh, But he's also, he was a painter. So he did that while he probably was when he was semi-retired. Like that. According to someone on Facebook mentioned that one of his siblings lived in Chicago. He had family here which was interesting. Uh, that, was, uh, that was interesting. Okay. So, uh, my listens to the family. Okay. Next up, I will talk about actor Barry Newman. Like, a lot of people would not remember him, um, maybe because of his face, but he was well-known for one movie that was called Vanishing Point. And it was... Uh, it's uh, it wasn't that popular. I mean, when it was released, it was eh, all right. But then it developed a cult following, and then people remember it to this day, and they love this movie. They really did. They still do. I'm sorry. So that movie came out in 1971, and that movie was about uh, he. It was about a. Uh, ex-policeman he was dissatisfied with his uh life and he drove across uh, country to california high on speed he was taking uppers <laughs> and he's being chased by the police and then he meets characters you know some characters along the way like that is uh barry newman's character was kowalski but he didn't have a first name was unusual and uh, also in the movie were was uh cleavon little if you remember him from blazing saddles and also dean jagger remember him and john amos from good times he was in that movie like that and uh i've seen the movie maybe once Uh, i've seen clips but i've seen it once on television they used to play this a lot on channel nine WGN. Uh, late at night or like the 1030 movie and uh, I would catch that and uh, my brother's seen it and they said oh it's a great movie you, you know they fir- they first saw it before me and uh said yeah you got to watch this movie and I said okay I watched this movie I liked it you know he was a good actor then his most famous role was on television uh it was sh- short-lived and it was called petrocelli you know and uh oh before i get to petrocelli uh let me uh, give you a little background on, on him uh barry newman was born on november 7 1930 in boston you know he did some acting and uh did stage work and then uh got into television and all that of course and then that that famous role was kowalski in vanishing point Okay. And, uh, so Petrocelli was a it was a a legal drama. He was a lawyer uh, full name, Tony Petrocelli, and that, uh, first aired on NBC on September 11th, 1974. It only ran for two seasons. It was popular, but then it got cancelled, but he's, but it did develop a cult following, so uh, the premise of the show was he he lived uh, he lived in South Boston, gave up the, the the rat race over there, and then he moved to a town uh, called San Remo in Arizona. And there is no San Remo; they filmed it in uh, Tucson, Arizona, with his wife, and and they lived in a house trailer, and they're waiting for a house to be built and. Uh, it was, they never, uh, by the time the show was canceled, uh, the house had, hasn't been built yet <laughs> like that. Uh, his wife was played by Susan Howard. You may remember her from Donna Culver from the TV series Dallas. And also in the cast was Albert Salmi. Uh, he played... Um, he played... Uh, he, He played like a local cowboy. He was an ex-cop. And also in the cast was David Hedelson. He was a lieutenant of the police. You remember him from Santa Claus, the movie with Dudley Moore in 1985. (laughs) I remember that. A lot of people forgot that. Uh, Barry Newman uh, was in a movie called The Lawyer. before That was about four years before, which I never knew that. You know, and uh, I've never seen that movie. i like to see it. It'd be interesting. Anyway, uh, so Petrocelli was a defense lawyer and, you know, he would uh, defend people uh, if they committed a crime. We'll see. They got, most of them got off, you know, very well. I liked the show very much. I really did. I did watch a couple episodes during when it aired. In the seventies, you know, I remember the promos on Channel Five, at, you know, in Chicago, and then it didn't, wasn't rerun much afterwards, not really. Uh, I think in the eighties, it aired in Channel sixty six, uh, I think briefly. I think it did. You know, I'm trying to remember. I, yeah, I think I think it did air. It did air there, and then I started watching it. And it was great. Well, it was great. Like that. And, of course, the show is on DVD. Also Vanishing Point, the, the movie. I'm sure it's there. So I haven't bought it yet, but i like to buy it someday. But kind of nice. You know, add to my collection. But uh, I love 70s crime dramas. You know, even short-lived ones. You know, like that. Starsky and Huss, Charlie's Angels, Barrata. You know, Police Woman, Police Story, Kojak, you know, all those great uh, detective shows. You know, they still have detective shows now. But uh, back then was uh, fun, you know, with the big cars, with the yacht cars (laughs) and the clothes and the music. Uh, What a great time. (laughs) It really is. And uh, let's see. Oh, and uh, so uh, Barry Newman died on May Let's see uh he uh, hold on a second please okay he died on may 11th so he died about a month ago uh, we didn't know he was 92. yeah 92 years old yeah uh last time i saw him on tv was on of course murder she wrote <laughs> he wasn't he was there he was, he was there twice you know from what i remembered you know he did a he did a tv role here a tv role there <laughs> like that <laughs> So, uh, but a lot of people remember him from Petricelli and The Vanishing Point. you know, that movie. Okay. All then. So that's it for this program. Uh, I'll do a recap of what I talked about. I talked about the Sheridan Drive-In Theater that was located in Bridgeview, Illinois. Also my tributes of actors George McHarris and Barry Newman. Uh, my memories of watching them on TV uh the next podcast episode will probably be this weekend saturday or sunday we'll see uh this pro this podcast will be published later on today it'll be available where podcasts are apple podcasts google podcasts spotify amazon music also on my youtube channel the and stories also on my social media accounts facebook and twitter and of course, on my blog, vanachicago Okay, so uh, this this episode wasn't really exciting as clutch cargo. <laughs> wow, well, well, clutch cargo wasn't that exciting, but it was very exciting to Chicago fans like me and other people <laughs> like that. So we'll see. We'll see what we talk about next next time. All right, this is because Stein is your host for Chicago Land Stories. Thank you again for joining me. I had a wonderful time. Everyone have a wonderful day. Uh, So it's bye-bye for me. And here's Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone, and so long. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye.